And welcome to another episode of the Backstage Experience Podcast. I'm Dave Morales, along with Dave Johnson, and I'll tell you what, we're gonna talk football. That's right. Oh my gosh, David, I'm a huge football fan. Football makes me think of fall weather, uh, even though the city that I live in, which is Houston, the team is crappy. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a rough patch. All right, so 12 Mighty Orphans is the movie that we're talking about in this uh, particular episode of the Backstage Experience. And this is based on a true story uh, in Texas. It was 1930s, post-Great Depression. It was a, it's a story about a, uh, a football team that was formed at an orphanage outside of the Fort Worth area, which is North Texas, for those that don't know. And it's really the the little engine that could, you know, kind mm -hmm. of story. Like, they had so many things against them. Uh, the odds were already stacked in life for a lot of these these guys that were part of, you know, this this orphanage. Uh, and that's really what the, the movie goes into, the backstory. And, and you know, it, it's, it is full of hope. I know we've seen these movies before, okay? Uh, the Ryan Gosling, Denzel yeah. movie. What yeah. am I thinking of? Remember the Titans. Uh, uh, what's the one with Makad Brooks about El Paso? Uh, Glory Road. Glory Road. Hey, do you want to know something cool about that? So my my family is from El Paso. I was born in El uh -huh. Paso. My parents knew all of those players from that really? UTEP, University of Texas El Paso. Yeah. The Miners is the team. And my parents, my dad graduated from UTEP. My mom worked at UTEP. I was actually born at the hospital that's adjacent the UTEP campus. They wow. knew all of those basketball players. That's uh, awesome. Dude, that's a great movie. Find that and it. watch it. But this falls in the line. 12 Mighty Orphans certainly has that spirit about it, but it does, it holds its own. And I think, and I don't, you know, people have asked me about this film, and I know that I've said it on several of the broadcasts that we've done on TV, and I've said, this is the movie that we need right now, and I don't want to overkill that. But it really kind of is the movie that we need right now because we're getting to that point where I think people are starting to do more. You know, we could kind of see where this awful nightmare of a pandemic is behind us hopefully i hope that you know things are don't get crazy again but that's the theme of this movie so we're going to go in depth with a lot of the characters as we we you know play the interviews and i want to mention that right off the top we're going to be talking with the screen legend robert duvall and david i'm going to have some questions for you about duvall um uh, but also the rest of the cast uh uh, Vanessa Shaw and Luke Wilson. Luke and Vanessa actually play the real life couple. He was the coach uh, of the team, and you know he got this job at this orphanage and turned something out of nothing. And then uh, Ty Roberts is a native Texan. He's the director of the movie, along with Martin Sheen. So we've got some legends we're getting ready to talk to, and I think you're going to enjoy these interviews. So I'll ask you, David, what is what is a movie of yours that uh, that you know of with Robert Duvall, and do you have a favorite? I have. Two. Uh, as a kid, I was introduced to Robert Duvall because I watched Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell, the, the soccer movie where Will Ferrell becomes the coach. And his dad, Robert Duvall, is the overbearing dad. And he has that feud with Mike Ditka. And that's what I remember him from as a kid. And also, when I was uh, younger, my dad showed me uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, like the old one. And he was in that movie. And that's where those are the two that I kind of remember from him and a little bit of like mash. But those are like and obviously Godfather. When I got older, I was like, oh, that's Robert Duvall. Originally, I was just like, oh, he's the mean dad and kicking and screaming. 
And then my dad introduced me. He's like, no, no, no. Robert Duvall has done 700 movies. <laughs> That's what I love about doing these with you because I've learned the po- – uh, just doing this podcast, I've learned you're East Coast originally from, from there. And you listed none of the easy movies with Robert Duvall. You actually went into depth <laughs> because, honestly, Godfather 2 is – like people say, Dave, uh, what is your favorite movie? It is Godfather 2. I could – Watch uh-huh. if that thing's on. I will join it no matter where where it's at in the movie, and I will stick with it. I, I then I start craving pasta. But it's uh, Duvall <laughs> in Godfather Two is Tom Hagen. Uh, I mentioned that in the interview here in a second. Um, is is a classic. But there's two others of Duvall. Uh, there's one that I encourage people that listening to us may already know this, but there was a, a movie called The Great Santini, and my grandfather, my dad's dad, sat me down when I was a kid. And he's like, you got to watch this movie with me. It's because my grandfather fought in uh, what he called the big one, WW2, World War II. <laughs> and he, both my grandfathers did. And he loves the great Santini. Mm-hmm. In fact, he used to do his nickname. I remember riding around with him in El Paso and he's like, I'm Sant- the great Santini. And, and, and so that was my <laughs> introduction to Robert Duvall many years ago. The other one is a movie that Robert Duvall actually directed and starred in called The Apostle. And Walton mm. Goggins, that was Walton Goggins. You know who he is. That was Walton Ooh, Goggins' yeah. very first role. And uh, wow. I do mention that in the interview, and you're going to hear Robert Duvall talk about Walton Goggins in this one. So Robert Duvall in this one plays, uh, he's like the, the grandfather of the college, uh, not the college, the orphanage. Like he over, he, okay. he's, they don't really, I don't know if he's based on a real person or not, but he's that character where he's like the, the advisor, you know, he okay. wants to believe okay. in the football program, that kind of guy. And, and just seeing him on the screen is just, insane uh all right here we go we're gonna jump right into these interviews because this you don't get any bigger than the than this guy he's a screen legend robert duvall we're gonna talk about the brand new movie and there's some other things in there as well that i think you'll like in this conversation robert duvall he talks 12 mighty orphans let me ask you what you find most inspiring about 12 mighty orphans it's a beautiful film i think it's the movie we need right now but what do you find inspirational about this story well, just uh, the very thing about these these orphan boys, you know, in this, in this specific type of home, and how they came together and banded together to make a, a legitimate football team, you know, because in Texas football is, uh, you know, it's uh, somebody said I think it was a guy from uh, from uh, Brigham Young uh, that uh, the greatest game, and I agree, the greatest game ever invented is American football. And these boys portrayed that in their own way, the odds against them. And uh, it is it's a, it's a lovely story that uh, the director and writer Ty Roberts came up, came up with, you know. A beautiful it it story. is. And I'm, I'm calling it the movie that we need right now. I mentioned The Great Santini, The Apostle also, a film that you directed, uh, one of my favorites as well. I got to spend some time with Walton Goggins a couple of years ago, and he was talking about working with you. Uh, of course, Tom Hagen from The Godfather. What is it about acting, Mr. Duvall, that you absolutely love so much? To live in an imaginary set of circumstances and trying to make going from ink to behavior. In, a, in an organized way, that's that's what it's about. And uh, you know, to tell to tell a story, you know, Walt Goggins, very talented young man, he's uh, carved a very good uh, niche of his own, you know, throughout his career. Very talented. 
he loves you. He was telling me stories about working with you and just said that it was one of his first roles. It may have even been his first role with the apostle, but that's still one of the movies that I go to and watch all the time. Uh, still one of my favorites. All right. We're talking a football movie here. Mr. Duvall, what is your favorite football team? Clemson. Okay. In college football, there's Clemson with Dabu Sweeney. They've beaten Alabama two out of three times for the national title. And, uh, you know, we'll see what they can do this year. And uh, <clears throat> I used to follow the Pittsburgh Steelers, but now I, just, I follow more individuals in the professional ranks. You are listening to the Backstage Experience. My name is David Johnson. I am here with Dave Morales. And today we are talking 12 Mighty Orphans, like I said, on the Backstage Experience. Before we get into what we're going to get into with Martin Sheen and director Ty Roberts, Dave has a story that he was teasing about a certain Seinfeld star. Would you like to reveal that story now? Yes, David. And it's funny. Uh, we're talking about Wayne Knight, who played mm. Newman on Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. Yeah. It's one of my... That's, <laughs> Another thing, if it's on, I'll just watch it uh, and, and tune in, and every episode uh -huh. is great. I want to go to the deli in New York that Monk's. It's a real deli in New York that the Monk's uh, restaurant where they filmed it, uh, it exists. Okay. And I ne next time in New York, I've been wanting to do that for a while. And when we get back to traveling, I definitely want to go check it out. So anyway, uh, I used to, and I brought this up a couple of times, I used to work radio in Los Angeles. Uh, the studio that I worked at, the radio station, Power 106, uh, located in Burbank. And because it's the rule in California, you have to drive a convertible. I drove a convertible. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to wash your car always. There was a uh, car wash in Burbank. It seemed like on Saturdays when I would go get my car wash at the car wash uh, in Burbank, it's right there on the corner of Riverside because this radio station was on Olive. And I don't know if Riverside and Olive. Anyway, Wayne Knight was always there. And, dude, <laughs> I, I saw him there all the time. And me, like an idiot would see him and I would go, <laughs> hello, Newman. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he got that a lot. <laughs> I know he gets it a lot. And, uh, but I would do that. And, but yeah, Wayne Knight and he, you know, I, what I remember, he was that quirky, you know, remember him in Jurassic park. See, um, that's what I remember him from is Jurassic park is being Dennis Nedry. The, the, uh, 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 that's not the magic word. That's what I remembered Wayne Knight. So since you like that character, that's kind of who he plays in 12 Mighty Orphans. And I'm going to stay spoiler free, but he does play. He works at the school and he's kind of the bad guy. No, he is the bad guy. Ty Roberts, who is from Texas. Uh, he filmed this in Texas. Mm -hmm. We don't get a lot of movies filmed here, and that's I'll save my rant for another episode. That's another story. Dude, <laughs> tax breaks. That's why everybody works in Georgia. Um, but anyway, so Ty Roberts, who is a native Texan, was really excited to make this movie in Texas. And, uh, you know, what that, that made it special for him. So that's what he's going to mm -hmm. talk about. But yet another actor that is, you know, famous for a lot of the TV roles. What? Martin Sheen. He he always did like oh, was it goodness. crime shows or yeah he's done everything honestly <laughs> what is something that he hasn't done he's Martin Sheen yeah and and the fact that he's Charlie Sheen's dad but the cool thing about this interview is that Ty Roberts is going to talk about filming in Texas Martin Sheen is going to be talk about this role and um yeah it's pretty interesting so more talking Twelve Mighty Orphans this is the Backstage Experience podcast. What inspires you about this story? Well, it's about, uh, you know, uh, 
being committed to an idea, to a community, and to being uh, responsible for your part in it. And if if uh, if it works out, you come to know yourself in ways that you couldn't possibly uh, know uh, without the community. So I really think it's about belonging to a community uh, and uh, and becoming yourself. Ty, something that I didn't really get to go into detail uh, with you last time we spoke because it was so quick. We were in and out, but we're going to talk now, Texas. The fact that the story takes place in Texas, you were able to work in Texas. How special is that for you? Well, it, it's really uh, so important to me to try to stick to my guns and be able to film, uh, you know, as true to location as possible. And, you know, I love to make movies in Texas and being from here, it's it sort of the, it just brings a, a, it wraps it all together and allows me to sort of, you know, not only did we, did we film outside of Fort Worth uh, and in Fort Worth, but we, we used a lot of local actors and, you know, the Texas community and support. And, I mean, everybody was just so wonderful that, that, you know, we couldn't have done the film without the, the support we had there on a local level. And, you know, I just, I always try to be as accurate and, and true to, to story as possible. And, you know, thank goodness we were able to do it, do it outside of Fort Worth and, and with the city of Fort Worth behind us every step of the way. And look at the cast that you have. I mean, my goodness. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous that Martin Sheen is on my screen right now. I'm looking at him like, this is not happening. This, this is, this is, I feel like I won a contest. <laughs> um, it's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, uh, you know, I, I, when I, I watched this movie with my mom and we both looked at each other when it ended and I said, you know, this is the movie we need right now. We need inspiration. We're looking for something like that. Um, do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I think that the whole country has been uh, uh, shut in and shut off, and now uh, it's starting to come together. And there's a lot of need and a lot of empty holes that need to be filled, and a lot of uh, a lot of folks need to make contact with each other, particularly in families, communities uh, across the whole country. So I think that yeah, it couldn't couldn't come at a better time. And I'm going to second uh, ties bragging on Texas. Uh, you know, you guys have such a you know, a, 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 an edgy reputation, don't mess with Texas, you know, but I'd mess with Texas on a given day, any day of the year. I just was <laughs> so disarmed and, and uh, made to feel so comfortable. We rented a little house in Weatherford, Texas, and I can't wait to get back there. I felt like, uh, you know, I was home and the people were just so uh, uh, a community and they were so generous and they just will not allow anyone to be left on their own. If you have a need, then you don't stop. If you have a problem on the road, they stop, no matter the weather or the circumstances or what they're doing. It, it is a most hospitable state that I, I just can't remember being so comfortable on a location. So I'm grateful to the, not only the people of uh, Texas, but specifically the people in Weatherford. This is the Backstage Experience podcast with uh, Dave Morales. That's me and David Johnson. We're talking football, 12 Mighty Orphans, uh, based on a real story, a real football team that was created out of nothing. And it was created at an orphanage post-depression outside of Fort Worth, Texas. That's just insane to even say to think. I can't believe it's taking this long to get this story made. That probably is a question I should have asked uh, Ty, Ty the, yeah. uh, the director. There are a lot of things that are included in these in this story that still stand actually today. And David, I know you wanted to bring up some of those the points uh, that this team did. Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting. This this team, you know, going back to 
post-depression era sports, a lot of it looked exactly the same, especially football. I mean, the the movie that came out a couple years ago, some people remember Leatherheads with uh, George Clooney, where everyone's wearing, you know, the leather helmet and you have quote unquote padding, but you really don't have any padding. You just have sweats. You're wearing three pairs of sweatpants on and there's, you know, 11 people on the field, but one person's running the ball and the other 10 people are blocking. Like it's it's not very uh, it's not very expert level. It's just here's the ball run to the other side of the goal. Don't get hurt or killed before you cross the end zone. And that's what football kind of was back then. But this team, this school uh, created the spread offense. And for those of you who know or if you don't know, the spread offense means everybody lines up away from the quarterback and the offensive line. So now the people on defense have to be ready for a pass. And back then, especially, like I said, post-Depression era football, that wasn't the case. Everyone just lined up next to each other, said hike, and then they pushed everybody forward until somebody fell over. But spreading everybody out means now you have to be aware of so many other different factors on the field. And so for this team of orphans to be able to do that and to do it well is mind-boggling. And the fact that you take that you know formula and it has stayed, I don't know how many years, 90 years after they implemented that, if you watch the national championship of, of college football, you'll see teams that run the spread offense. And it comes from this team originally. That's another thing about these stories that when you when you hear and see something like that portrayed in these films, you're like just impressed. You know, you're like like wow, yeah, the Mighty Mites was was the team uh, that this uh, movie is mm-hmm. based on outside of Fort Worth. All right, so Luke Wilson and Vanessa Shaw also star in this film as husband and wife. They play Luke plays the real life coach along with his wife Vanessa Shaw. Their names, the original coach and his wife. The the coach's name was Rusty Russell. That's such a Texas coach name, <laughs> Rusty Russell, and his wife was Juanita Russell. Yeah. So and the movie does open with them traveling to take this new job, and again, you know, you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. Like they when they move into the house there, and they're on 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 the, the it's a basically yeah. a, a campus. It's a you know it's it's run. It's an orphanage, and and you know it it wasn't in the best shape. Uh, and they're like, why did we do this? What are we doing here? <laughs> but you, you, you see really in their eyes, the, the hope that they had for this and, and, you know, people, maybe some people listening right now have gone through that. We all have, you know, those challenges is what I'm talking about. And that's, that's really mm-hmm. just, I think, special, another special part about this movie. Uh, we've talked with Luke Wilson before. We've obviously talked with his brother Owen plenty of times. Luke is from Texas, so I'm going to reference that in the interview. You know, football is king in Texas. Uh, <laughs> I talked last with Luke, a movie that he had out called Brad Status. Um, but it's an interesting conversation uh, about the fact that, you know, it did happen here in Texas, kind of what, what it meant to them. And how do you get into the mindset Mm-hmm. to prepare for a role set post-1930s. Luke Wilson, Vanessa Shaw, here they go. They're talking to us exclusively on the Backstage Experience podcast, talking 12 Mighty Orphans. Getting to be a part of this inspiring movie, how do you feel? Well, it was great to get the chance to play. I mean, for me, I had to get over the hump of thinking about all my football coaches over the years watching me play a coach because there were times when I had a little <laughs> difficulty remembering plays 
And uh, so I had to kind of just think about like, okay, don't worry about all your coaches seeing this. You just got to focus on this part. But yeah, it was with Vanessa and I had so much fun being in Texas to make a football movie. You know, it would be like, it's the equivalent of like being in Hawaii and making a surfing movie. It's like you're at the, you're in the Mecca for, for, for football. Amen. My brother, that's such a great analogy. Vanessa, what inspires you about this story? and being a part of this film. You know, what inspires me about it is just the fact that these 12 Mighty Orphans really exist and basically that the underdog story really exists and that you can turn anything into, you know, turn a dark thing into a, a bright thing. Um, so, you know, all of these young men in this movie basically came from nothing and made something of themselves. And, you know, and that's the, American dream, right? And um, I think this really hits the sweet spot in terms of that theme. You know, it gets me every time. Like anytime I watch a movie that's about that particular topic, I, I can't pull back my tears, you know? So it's definitely heartwarming and definitely, you know, the right time it's right for picking this, this kind of story. What inspired you to, to play this particular character? Um, I mean, I'd always been really interested in coaches and read a lot of coaches biographies over the years, like, you know, about John Wooden, the UCLA basketball coach and about Bobby Knight, you know, the basketball coach and, you know, Landry Gr growing up in Dallas in the seventies, you know, to Tom Landry was a major fixture in your life. So yeah, I definitely, I'd always been interested in coaches, the idea that you've got this one person who's in charge of all these kind of people that are younger than he is, and they're from different backgrounds, and how do you get them to work together and kind of get the most out of them? So, I yeah, I found it really interesting. I mean, it's like I found it to be probably like it is being a director or something, where you've got all these kind of different characters, and you got to kind of work with them all, and everyone's different, and how do you kind of get this team to work in a cohesive manner? You are listening to the Backstage Experience here. My name is David Johnson. I am here with Dave Morales. And as we wrap up the show about the 12 Mighty Orphans movie, uh, we wanted to highlight some of the popular sports movies that kind of have the same theme. I know earlier Dave talked about Remember the Titans. Uh, one of my favorites is We Are Marshall with Matthew McConaughey about the Marshall football team that had that plane crash and they had to go through all of that story. And it's movies like that that really, like Dave said, it give you that hope and that inspiration in certain times when a lot of people need it. What do you think, Dave? I completely agree. Remember the Titans is one of my favorites. The other one that I really like because my, it's funny that, that you brought this up. It's not a football movie, but uh Moneyball. Oh my gosh. I love that movie. <laughs> Moneyball to me is just the epitome of sports movies, the science the you know and and that strategy if you go into baseball a lot of teams have used that to to win championships david is gonna tell you what's coming up next week this is a movie that's gonna make you want to become a race car driver <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna it's i'm gonna save a lot of my commentary for next week's show but it's it's so over the top but it is a huge summer blockbuster that everybody and their mama is gonna go see it's that big. So, David, take us home and tell everybody who, and we have all the, 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 all the actors from this film uh, coming up next week on the Backstage Experience podcast. Yeah, like Dave said, this movie is going to make you want to race, 
break the laws of gravity and physics, <laughs> all of those things combined. Coming up next week on the Backstage Experience, we are talking F9, which is the latest movie in the Fast and Furious saga. So yes, we are talking to Vin Diesel, John Cena, Ludacris, Tyrese. We've got the cast of quite possibly the biggest movie this summer that's coming to theaters and probably going to get at least $150 million at the box office. We have that movie coming up next week on the Backstage Experience. So be sure, make sure that you subscribe to the Backstage Experience and the Backstage Daily, which is your weekday show in the mornings to let you know all the entertainment news that's happening every single day because it's a lot. So make sure, like I said, make sure to follow us at the Backstage Experience, at the Backstage Daily, and then all of our social platforms at Backstage, capital O-L. Make sure you tune in next week. We have another live show, the Backstage OL Live. If you missed this week, we gave away tickets for F9 and The Conjuring, and we had people win in Milwaukee, New Orleans, San Antonio. We had people winning all across the country. So if you want to get a chance to win tickets, make sure you tune into the Backstage OL Live show next week. My name is David Johnson, Dave Morales. We are here at the Backstage Experience. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next week. Oh,